Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. It is Prediction Friday. Yes, it is Friday here out west, so this counts, and I know I said Thursday, but moved up a few hours, had to wait for the hockey games to finish. But anyway, we are ready to go for this weekend. In NASCAR, you got the All-Star Race. Horse racing, you have the Preakness. Uh, you got the NBA Playoff Games and the NHL Playoffs for this weekend. So let's go ahead Let's go ahead and jump right to it. I'm going to go with the... Now, for my NASCAR fans, okay? I'm going to start off the show with you guys. And here's how the All-Star Race will go. This will not count... I'm gonna pick the re- I'm gonna pick the winner, and hopefully if I win, okay, cool. But here's the caveat: this win will not count for the season-long running I will have all the way up until the final race of the year in Phoenix. So the All-Star race will not count, okay. So as far as the picks go, I'll go with Kyle Larson if he wrecks. I think Ross Chastain qualified too because the all-star race, in order to qualify for that race, you have to have won a race from last year, from the last year point all the way up. So from last year's race, so the first regular season after the last year's all-star race up till, um, I believe, Kansas was the last cutoff race to enter into the uh, all-star race so that's the those are the rules there will be 75 75 I don't know what type I honestly don't know what type of format they're gonna have and how the final stage is gonna play out because they always change that up on you every year so I don't I don't see that coming and I have no idea but as far as a winner, I'll go with Kyle Larson to win the thing. And if he wrecks, I'll take Ross Chastain. So that will be, those are the two picks. The main pick is Kyle Larson. The backup, in case Kyle Larson wrecks, is Ross Chastain. So for my NASCAR fans, that's the all-star race. Remember, this will not count towards, it will not count towards the season totals. I think we're in race 12 because Dover was race 11. Kansas was race... I think we're 13. Hold on. Let me do the math really quickly. See how many actual regular season races we're at. And then I'll jump into the playoff action in the NHL. Give you the picks for the... Or I'll go the NBA because it's one game a day at this point And I can jump those through but let me do some quick research here see how many race regular season races we've actually had okay one two three four five six seven eight martinsville nine with bristol ten with talladega eleven with dover twelve with darlington Okay, we're 13 races. See, okay, I knew I was off somewhere. We're 13 races. The All-Star Race is just straight up go for the million dollars. It's no playoff implications. That's also why it won't count towards the running total that I have right now in the season, which is only two wins. That was Danny Hamlin back at Richmond and Chase Elliott at Dover. 
So those are the running totals right now as far as NASCAR goes. And as far as the All-Star Race, <laughs> good luck trying to figure out the format. But those are the picks for that. For my NBA fans, the Eastern Conference Finals got their Game 2 underway yesterday. And, do, and thanks to Al Horford and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown producing again. You got three headed monster again in Boston. Uh, the Celtics evened up their series with Miami at a game apiece. And the Western Conference Final got started on Wednesday. And Golden State put, beat the brakes on Dallas. And just like I said... Golden State, as long as they have some other scoring outside of the Splash Brothers, they'll win the series going away. Now, will they sweep them? No. But I do think Golden State's still going to win that series. I said it then, and I'm still going to say it now. Six games for Golden State to win that series. And I still have Miami winning, even though it's a bumpy... They had a bumpy game, too. But that's what you do. It's time to move on and get ready for the next game. Speaking of the next games for the NBA, today you got game two of the Western Conference Final. I got Golden State holding serve at home. And then on Saturday, you got game two of the East, or game three of the East Final. So the series shifts to Boston. I've got Miami at least stealing one. They have to win one. I do think they'll win on Saturday. I'll go with Boston to win on Saturday. And then Sunday, you have Game 3 of the Western Conference Final. And I'll take Dallas to win that one. So I've got Golden State and Dallas. Golden State winning today. Dallas winning on Sunday. And then I've got Boston. I've got Miami winning on Saturday to at least get a 2-1 series advantage on that. So there's your NBA playoffs as far as the NHL ones. Here we go. I told you this is the funnest time. Well, outside of March Madness, of course. But this is probably the second to third funnest time of the show. Uh, mainly because you watch playoff hockey and it truly does have a different feel to it. I could go. I mean, that 9-6 game with Edmonton and Calgary two days ago, that was insane. I... I I've never seen I've never seen an NHL game like that. Calgary got out to a 3-0 lead. They then got it to 6-2. Then Edmonton tied it up and then Calgary ended up winning 9-6. I don't think that's going to happen again. I do think the Oilers will at least slow it down a little bit. They'll win game 2. In fact, let me get into the list for this weekend's games cuz uh Saturday only has one game, and Sunday's got three others. But let's get into today's games. I'm going to go. The Rangers played perfectly for 40 minutes, and for maybe not even 40, maybe about 53 minutes and X amount of seconds. Let's say 49, just for the sake of time here on this show. The Rangers played perfectly. Perfect defensive hockey against the Hurricanes. But yet they lost. Sebastian Ajo saved the day for the Hurricanes. And 
then Ian Cole got the game-winning goal. Do I think the Hurricanes will win again? Again, if they continued that for three straight periods, the Hurricanes would be blowing this series. They should. But I just... I don't... The Rangers just played perfectly. They did. I just don't know. Because, mind you, I'm watching this game... And I got a nap in the middle because it really was sleeping for most of it. Carolina couldn't get anything going. The Rangers were playing perfect defensively. Igor wasn't even challenged much for most of that game. And yet, they lost. Now, do I think the Hurricanes will win today? Yes. I think the Hurricanes will win today. And I'll take the, I'll take the Oilers to win game two in the Battle of Alberta. So it'll even out there. So, yes, I'm not wearing oiler blue. This is a little... This is a little lighter. But I'm going to go with the Oilers. I'm going to go with the Oilers over the Flames. And I'm going to go with the Hurricanes at home. Like I said with this series with the, the Hurricanes and the Rangers. The Hurricanes have to, have to, have to prove to me. In order to win this series. And I do think I, I'm going to go back and probably watch it over the weekend. Just to make sure. But Carolina, I did pick them to win this series, even with Igor Shesterkin doing the Vesna type things after his terrible first four games against Pittsburgh. But Carolina has to prove that they can win on the road. I'm sorry, you're you're four or not even four. You're five and oh at home right now. Your goals against... Now, supposedly, Freddie will be back. I'm telling you, Hurricanes fans, as a Duck fan who had to watch Freddie Anderson be the guy, Freddie Anderson is not that reliable. He's not. I know he did great. I know he was great in the regular season. But he's an injury-prone goalie. You can ask the people up in... You can ask the Maple Leaf fans. Frederick Anderson is not... When you, when you have to hope, especially with the talent Carolina has, when you have to hope that a goalie can get you over the top and it's a guy like Freddie Anderson who is injury-prone, that's a problem. That is a problem. But anyway, those are the two winners for today. As far as the weekend goes, there's only one game Saturday. Got the Avs and the Blues. I'm going to go with the Avalanche to win Game 3. Had a rough Game 2. St. Louis made their adjustments and beat the brakes off them today, 4-1. to Or last night, rather, 4-1. to But I do think Colorado will bounce back. If you're that team to beat, you can get the 2-1 lead. With that said, so for Saturday's game, for tomorrow's game, I do have the Avs over the Blues. And then it's a triple header on Sunday. The Battle of Florida, the Lightning and the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Lightning to continue to just put their throat on the Panthers. It's just Tampa has been the better team so far this series. Carolina, I mean not Carolina, I'm still stuck on the Hurricanes. The Panthers are still 0 for 25 on the power play this postseason. They do need at least one for me to go, okay, this is... 
This is something. Sergei Bobrovsky played brilliantly for most of the game until Ross Colton scored, but I don't I don't blame that goal on Bob whatsoever. I don't. I don't. Not on Bobrovsky, not in that case. So that was just a nice shot, just like the Goudreau shot over Jake Ottinger back in round one. But anyway, for the triple header games, again, I've got the, on Sunday, I've got the Lightning getting a 3-0 lead. I'm going to take the Rangers at MSG, get a 2-1 lead in that series. And I also am going to take the Oilers to win game three. So I've got four Sunday's games. I've got all the home teams winning. And then I've got the Avs winning on Saturday, which will probably be the only road team I take for the hockey playoffs this weekend. With that said, we got three more picks to make. We got the Preakness pick. By the way, I did take a look before I came on air. Rich Strike will not be at the Preakness because the trainer complained that two weeks is too short for him to rest and recover and yada, yada, yada. Although it's a horse and they've got incredible ability. With that said, I didn't take Rich Strike and I guarantee a lot of people didn't at Churchill Downs. But this time at Pimlico, I mean, I took Happy Jack, but... I think this time I'll just go with the favorite at 6-5, to five, the morning line right now. You have Epicenter. He will be the epicenter of the horse racing world. I will take Epicenter to win at the Preakness. And maybe if he races at the Belmont, I'll take him there too, but we're not at that point yet. So I'll take the I'll take Epicenter to win at, Pre, at the Preakness. So I'll take the favorite. Boo, hanging on in there. I understand, but we got to get through this here. All right, so we got two more picks left. Of course, we got the USFL this weekend and the baseball picks. Let's go ahead. I'm trying to make sure I'm not. Um, got to make sure my camera's still on the battery point. But all right, let's get going. Let's do the baseball picks first. Remember, this is Prediction Friday. This is the end of the weekend, so I'm gonna give you six series instead of the normal five I do during the week. With that said, let's jump to. The series for this week. This weekend, I should say. The White Sox and Yankees get going again. This time it's in the Bronx for a three-game series. Yes, the Yankees did lose yesterday. Major League Baseball. Yes, so they're finally the first team to, or they're the last team to get to ten losses. But I think the Yankees can bounce back. Let's see the pitching matchup for today. Yeah, it's Keuchel against the ERA leader, Nestor Cortez. I'll take the Yankees over the White Sox. Game one. Game two. Uh, Rays, Orioles, no, not really. Dodgers, Phillies. It's a rematch of last weekend, except this time it's at Citizens Bank Park. So I'll go. That series is series number two. Series number three. I'll go... The Red Sox and the Mariners. I yeah. I mean the Mariners are severely underachieving right now. Granted it's May, but they are severely underachieving. But that's series number three. Series number four, Mets and Rockies. 
Series number five, A's and Angels, and series number six, we got the Giants and the Padres. So again, for the whole six-pack of this weekend, Giants, Padres, Mets, Rockies, the Mariners and the Red Sox, the Dodgers and the Phillies, the Yankees and the White Sox. I think I'm missing one. Let's see, one, two, uh, three, let's see, four. Oh, yeah, A's, Angels. That was the other one. Five, and then six was, so, Padres, Giants, that's series number one. A's, Angels, series number two. Red Sox, Mariners, series number three. Yeah, Red Sox, Mariners, series number three. Series number four, Dodgers, Phillies. I keep missing. I keep missing them. Let's see. Padres, Giants, one. A's, Angels, two. Mets, Rockies, three. Mariners, Red Sox, four. Dodgers, Phillies, five. And the Yankees and the White Sox, series six. So that's your six-pack of series to watch for this weekend. And with the time I have left, I'm going to go ahead and do the USFL stuff right now, let's open that up. Let's jump to the schedule. Thank you. Okay, so we have for the Saturday games, I'll take Tampa Bay over Philly, and I will take the Birmingham Stallions over the Michigan Panthers. So I got Birmingham over Michigan and Tampa over Philly. That's for for tomorrow. And then the two games on Sunday, I'll take the league leader in passing, Kyle Sloter and the Breakers over the Pittsburgh Maulers, and I'll take the Generals over the Gamblers. So that is your wrap-up. Again, for Sunday's games, I got New Jersey over Houston and New Orleans over Pittsburgh. And then Saturday's games, I got Birmingham over Michigan and Tampa over Philly. As much as I don't love watching Jordan Tamu, yeah. <laughs> they they're still playing and I think Todd Haley is not that great of a head coach, but it's still good enough for Tampa right now to be the second team in the North Division. But those are your picks. With that said, I'm gonna wrap it up with the plans coming to you guys for this week. I'm gonna do the show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So get prepared for those. Again, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Three shows again next week. I want to wish you guys a very happy and healthy weekend. I will see you guys then. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys Monday. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also get this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud. I also keep forgetting as well, you can also get it on Samsung Podcasts as well. So for all my uh, Samsung Galaxy users, download the Samsung, uh, Samsung Podcast app. You can find the show on there as well. To watch this show, you got to go on Rumble and search for my username, A.D. Gerke. 
That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. One more time, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos, and click subscribe, and you'll have every single episode of this podcast. Yes, I said every single one, and the, the only reason I'm doing that is because I've lost total count on how many episodes I've actually made. Wait, it's 374. Just back in my head, 374. No, I don't have an IBF or a producer. It is just a one-man show, so my head just kind of clicked. But there you go. 374 episodes of this lovely podcast can all be seen if you just click subscribe on Rumble and search for A.D. Gerke. You can also find this show on social media, either on its Facebook page. Just search for The Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. Again, that's The Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. Or you can search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, that's hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. Or you can follow me directly on Instagram at Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. For post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, for post-show interaction. And by that, I do mean you can, you can shit on me as a host. I don't care. I'm an amateur. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't force feed you, I don't force feed you the same storylines, okay? That is what's different about this show. To be honest, if you're new to this show and you're like, what the heck is this guy doing? I don't force feed you LeBron. I don't force feed you the Cowboys. If there's anything I'm guilty of, is I force feed you the Yankees, because quite frankly, the national media is terrible at promoting sports like baseball and auto racing and I'm just sharing what I love to you and that doesn't always have to be what the mainstream media does I use ESPN as a source but that's what it is it's a source it's not my lifeblood anymore used to be but they went woke and that's how it all went down but anyway, that's what this show is. That's what you can get on post-show interaction. And honestly, if you do that, those are my answers. But anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke for post-show interaction. And with that said, I'm going to log off for tonight. Or actually, it's really early in the morning here for the podcast. But thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys Monday.